Good afternoon. Here we are. Uh, I wanted to drop in and talk about one thing that has been on my mind that I think is uh, pretty important right now, and that is the fact that we as humans like to overcomplicate things. Um, even in starting this podcast, I chose to overcomplicate things and not press record and not get started, and that is not the way to go. Um, same goes with our health. I think we get diagnosed with something or we're dealing with something and our brain immediately goes to the most complicated thing possible on earth um, on how to get through that. So um, like diet, for example, I've been talking to a couple of clients and they're shocked at the fact that they're losing weight, but they feel like the program is super simple. And one of them even said, like, you know, the starvation method is just not, it's not a thing. It's a myth, I think she said. And I find that to be so true. Like, I know for myself, I get super overwhelmed and caught up with there being so much information out there and it being so overwhelming um, that most of the time I'm just like, Give me a step-by-step, one, two, three, four, um, super simple process. But even then, like I can take it to the extreme and I can, you know, still not get started because I'm still somehow making myself overwhelmed by all of the different decisions that I think that I have or, you know, so on and so forth. So I think that like the number one thing when it comes to your health is just making sure that you're not overcomplicating things, making sure that you're getting started. Um, pick like a few baby steps as you're, you're starting out. Like it doesn't have to be something that's radical because most of the time radical is not sustainable. So even if you're radical for four months and you lose, you know, however much weight in that amount of time, let's just say 50, 60 pounds, um, and you're being super restrictive and radical on yourself, then there's like a very large chance that you're going to gain that back. So, um, to me, it's all about the baby steps. And if you're, if you, everybody knows you should eat whole foods, drink more water. So focus on drinking more water, you know, like actually do the doing as far as, okay, I don't drink enough water. I'm going to aim to drink this mug that I carry with me every day. I'm going to drink another one of those because that seems achievable and sustainable. You'll get yourself some easy wins, quick wins. Uh, but for, for most people, it will seem like it's not enough or they're not doing enough. So they will want to drink more water and eat whole foods and cut sugar and cut carbs and all of this program is going to start at the beginning of the year. Well, the beginning of the year comes and you try to do all of that shit at one time and your brain and your body is like, lady, <laughs> like what in the hell are we doing here? And uh, eventually you just deem everything as being super hard and that you can't do it. When in reality... You can do it. It's just looking 
at a larger time horizon and saying, okay, for this month of January, I'm going to focus on every day getting a gallon of water in. Once you achieve that and you start to feel better and you know that that's now like sustainable for you and that you on a like fairly consistent basis can hit that goal, then add something else onto it, you know, start to cut out sugar or whatever it is um, that you feel will benefit you next. Um, in terms of like diagnosis, like with that situation, things might be a little bit more urgent. So I can understand like wanting to say you're diagnosed with cancer. Um, I can understand, you know, wanting to cut things out immediately to kind of help remedy the situation in any way possible um, to go along with whatever like regimen they, they have you on. Um, so in that situation, it's a little bit different. Um, you kind of have to, in that moment, um, change your identity to, you know, I no longer am this person. I no longer eat these things or indulge in these things or live my lifestyle, live my life in such a way that, um, is not conducive to my health because now at this point with this diagnosis, my health is my number one priority. So, um, you kind of have to cut your, your identity off from what it was used to, um, to now, uh, this being like your new, your new normal and saying, I, you know, I am deep inside of myself, a healthy person. And these are the values and the things that are important to me moving forward because I want to be here. You know, I want to have longevity and I want to be here and beat the thing that's going, uh, the thing that's going wrong with my body right now. Um, so in that instance, there's a little bit more urgency for like that mental shift to really focus on um, really ingraining in your identity that that is the person and that's the lifestyle that uh, you are wanting to live because it's time to do it now. Like your body is saying, I am very, very uncomfy and I need you to do something pronto. <laughs> um, but it also goes uh, goes along with with everything else too, like changing your identity will also help with the sustainability of the other things that you're doing. You know, if you look at yourself and you're, you label yourself as, you know, I'm a healthy person. Um, and I make sure that I get these things in every day in my life and I prioritize water and, um, you know, I'm one of those people that you know, I do CrossFit and I talk about CrossFit all the time. <laughs> like they have an identity with CrossFit and that might be annoying to some people, but their identity is at least tied to something that is healthier uh, for them. Instead of having your identity be, um, well, I grew up being this way. Or I grew up eating this many sweets or this is how my family is. Uh, so this is how I am. And a lot of times we pigeonhole, pigeonhole ourselves to be, you know, this person that uh, we don't necessarily have to be anymore. We can shed that and 
really start to understand the different things that go along with uh, just changing your identity and changing it for the better and making sure that um, you're making those conscious decisions like I talked about before to shift your mentality. Um, you can change how you relate to things. Um, no longer relating to things that um, don't make you feel good. I know I really used to be like a pretty heavy drinker when I was in my 20s. And when I uh, was diagnosed with rheumatoid, that kind of, it didn't change as quickly, like I said before, um, as it probably should have. But now I absolutely know that if I drink a bottle of wine or a glass of wine or however much wine, it's going to make me feel like shit. So it's learning those different things. And now, you know, where I would probably, unfortunately, classify myself as a partier, I'm not so much that person anymore. Um, and I thank my disease for that because... I think that in the short term, it has, and in the in the long term, it will make me a healthier version of myself. Um, like, I don't know if I would be able to get away from that as quickly as I did because of the effects that it had on my body um, because of what I was going through. So... Um, Within changing your identity, this could be changes in your body language, changes with how you speak, um, how you react to people, the people that you hang out with, the way that you speak to yourself. Um, that's a huge one that we talked about. And it's all going to come back to being beneficial to your ultimate goal of uh, wanting to lose weight. There's so much that goes into... Um, your brain power and your mentality and what you're constantly thinking about and um, how you're viewing the world and the different ways that you're labeling things and how you're reacting, it all goes into the frequency that you're putting off. And low-frequency thoughts are going to bring about low-frequency situations and relationships and, and different things. It's just going to landslide. So um, my number one tip for beginners is baby steps. It does not sound sexy. It does not sound, oh, Amber, I need this change to happen right now. For the people that are in pain, I know that you're in pain. I know that you're in pain right now. Um, and it's terrible. I'm in pain right now sitting at this desk, but you have to stay the course and you have to find baby steps that you can do on a consistent basis that makes you feel good in order to pr improve your quality of life. I promise you that anything you do, whether it be meditation or figuring out how to exercise with your disease or um, eating whole foods, your nutrition, water, I guarantee that none of those things, like they're, they're not going to not be beneficial. I love using double negatives. It's my favorite thing. It's like 
the Midwest in me. Makes me uh, feel super great. But you're you're not going to not feel better in the grand scheme of things. I know you're dealing with disease, and I know that you are going through something in your life that is very uh, like traumatizing and crazy, and you feel like nobody understands what you're going through. And that's I mean, you're the only one that's going through your own individual experience. Um, but doing those different things, especially uh, focusing on mindset going into the new year, um, it's there under no circumstances will it not be beneficial to you. Like, absolutely. I will sit here. You guys, we don't know each other personally, but I will tell you that there's no way that it will not be beneficial to your disease, to your circumstance, to your diagnosis. Um, I will be 67 still talking about the different ways that you think and how they affect your life. So please, please, please use baby steps. Don't freaking overcomplicate things. Like stick with something that you need to be working on and go hard at it. Just pick at it like a freaking scab. <laughs> it's a gross uh, imagery, but just pick at it until you have it down. Um, and I promise you that your 2023 will end up treating you immensely better. Peace and blessings.